Hey everybody, welcome. This is the first podcast we've done in quite a long time. This is going to be the cast assessment for Nitra Org Season 6, Gardens of Nympha. We didn't get the opportunity to do any podcasts last season, but we have like a whole panel of people here today, some special guests. So I think there's six of us total, and we're going to be going through the cast for this season and giving our overall thoughts and predictions. And hopefully you enjoy it. I think our most listened to episode is actually the Wells Gray cast assessment. So yeah, we have me, Courtney, Croft, Lewis, Sophie, and Tucker. And I hope you enjoy it. I think we are going to have... Who wants to start? I think who's first alphabetically? Yeah, so I'm just pulling up my list here. It's Pull it up, baby. The person that we have uh, first <laughs> alphabetically is perfect because she is also first in draft picks, correcting all of our records. We have B. BJ. No. What do y'all think of B? He is a Natura Org super fan, um, and some of us are in a fantasy football league with her. So um, I'm definitely. You know, as a non-production member, definitely cheering for B um, and wishing her a great Natura Org experience. I know we have a few familiar faces here, and I know, like, how seriously, like, the folks that are super fans take, like, their experience and they don't want to flop. So, wishing the best. Yeah, I don't think flop is in B's vocabulary. Uh, just for some... Extra information. She's fresh off of a win in um, Echo Org's first season, and I did see her place really high. I believe like fifth in um, Ultimate Survivor season two UK, and she also is like kind of a chat, like a puzzle beast. Yeah, I I got the opportunity to play with her in a Holodorg season five, I think. And we didn't get to work together long because she was like a really big powerhouse. Um, she did end up coming back as an all-star and she was player of the season. So I'm expecting to see some great stuff from her this season. And yeah, what do you think, Tucker? Um, so I have some thoughts. I think B is going to be a shining player on this season. I think she's going to make the right moves. I think she's going to build really great relationships with everyone. And I think she's going to be an all-round, generally well-liked player. However, I think that will come to bite her in the butt. I think, come merge, people will start to see how good she is at this game. And they're going to... Her, her threat level is going to rise and rise. And I think she can either comp out, because I know she's pretty decent at, comp at challenges, or I think they might take her out fifth or sixth, kind of like Sophie, the Fallen Angel status. Um, I think that might, looking at it realistically, I think that might be the fate that she, <laughs> go, like the path that she goes down. That's possible, but I also feel like B is smart enough to keep around players that she knows will be bigger threats than her. And a part of the reason that she's done successfully in other orgs is that she was able to manage her threat level. So I think she's probably learned that. And I think yeah, she she's could. She's definitely a social icon. So I think she's going to find her footing here in the pre merge. But, you know, she'll have to do some threat management as the game goes on. 
Mm -hmm. But I think that's, you can say that for anybody. Yeah, there's a lot of really big characters in this season that she can hide behind. And I, I'm, I'm looking to see like an evolution too. I mean, she did just like win uh, a pretty hectic season um, of a different orc, but uh, yeah, I, kinda, I, I see her going deep, but I do kind of agree with Tucker as well. Uh huh. I am really excited for B, and I think she has a lot of potential. But I am a little worried based off of like the first like few days in the game because she hasn't really been doing the best socially. Like mm-hmm. first impressions wise, she was the lowest average out of anyone in the cast, and I think she has improved a bit since then. But I think she is struggling a little bit to get. Yeah, I agree. But first impressions are just so important. They're important, oh. but yeah. I... Oh, go ahead, Cross. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I've seen that, like, she seems to be connecting with Reese, but I think that, like, he could definitely, like, be a downfall to her. Um, Like, even though he could, like, be a shield, I think he's doing too much, and I think he'll recognize, like, what's going on, and he'll, put, he'll try to put her first, but... um. Yeah, I've seen, like, I can't remember who, but someone mentioned that she was really dry. <laughs> but no one seems uh-huh. to really be pointing out B besides, like, the specs. Like, we love her, but we're really biased by, like, her, like, we're, like, kind of meta, like, we're, like, meta targeting her, like, as a good player right now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Lewis is saying, I th- I also think it seems like she's struggling. Uh-huh. I totally yeah. agree with that. Like, I think like based on her past experiences she's really good but starting off it has not been like the best mm-hmm, yeah and i think you i think it was um maybe lottie that said that it was lottie and also vittoria or Vito. um but yeah she also spent a very long time on the idol hunt so i know like um lewis and cordy can't see the submissions panels but He's probably been like over 500 commands. So yeah, it's oh hard God. to find time to social game and turn on the charm when you're spending it hours is. in your channel. And but- she noted she's playing like three orgs right now too. And I don't know how well she manages playing a lot all at once. While ha- hunting like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Wild. And also seeming to have a social life. Um, one uh, one thing out there I want to add about B is that B says that she will be a hero. That's what she said on her application. And already we have Reese wondering, is B a villain? So maybe B will figure her play style. I, I think B, villain arc. B is a villain. That's what I <laughs> think. When we played together, when I played with her, she was absolutely a villain. And I expect that from her again. Amazing. Do we have I'm any excited. more thoughts on B? I don't think I have any more thoughts. I think B is someone that is going to be very um, impressioned in our brains after this season. I'm I'm seeing a warthog from B. Agreed. Like if she makes it deep and get, like as um I was it I uh, Tucker who guessed that she might go like in the Sophie spot. Yeah. Six, yeah. Then she'll just get all the awards. She'll eat them up. Um, all right. Eat it up, Mrs. Puffs. So the next person alphabetically is Benzid. 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 Ben from New Zealand. Benzid. 
Binzit. Binz has been coming early out strong with the uh, video confessionals. We love to see it. Yeah, I think Ben Zed, as much of a popular draft that he was, I don't think he's going to do great this season. <clears throat> Me neither. Yeah. I think, I think he is one such a well-known org community member. He's played so many orgs. There are countless people who have probably spectated or played with him. I'd imagine spectated. And I think that might put a little metagamey target on his back. Hopefully it doesn't. I want Ben to go so far. I don't think he will because yeah, I think he, he'll... He's get, really strong. Agreed. And I think he might get spotted as a strong player early on. And I'm predicting maybe a last pre-merge boot or first or second merge boot. But I'm hoping mm-hmm. he goes far because I love Ben. Ben hosted me in my second org, so I have like an attachment. But I'm predicting early merge I mean, or late pre-merge. We're looking at it. Trust rankings wise, he's a bottom four. Yeah, I totally agree with you guys. So, yeah. especially yeah. considering the fact that he was disqualified from the idol hunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. How did that? Like, I feel like that could. Is that? from just the pre-merge idol hunt? Or will that be in effect across the entire game? That's going to be effective the whole season. Oh, yeah, that's a huge blow. Especially uh-huh. because like he was actively looking for it. So that's like a really big asset down the drain immediately. I think it's really rough for Ben Zed because like, I've never seen him play. Um, but the way that he describes himself and the vision I have of him from his video confessional and his edgex, he strikes me as a very strong physical player. And possessing idols is a really big aspect of a strong physical game. So definitely a tough break for him because like what I'm seeing so far is that he is um strategic and physical, but the social game in these early days um, will need some focused attention. Um, And I have a weird prediction that he might be an early merge boot. I could see him being the type of player that people keep around because he helps uh, tribes win tribal councils and comfortably Mm -hmm. ride to merge. So I could see him kind of going on like a pre-merge comp beast era or kept around because he's strong in challenges. And then, you know, the first moment he's vulnerable and not needed anymore, um, spotted as a threat and wiped out. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Yeah, I agree with you, Courtney. I'm expecting him to go maybe mid pre-merge or early merge. Just because I don't think he's going to have the social game to stick around into the late game. He has a time zone disadvantage as well. The New Zealand thing. Uh huh. He does have that not going for him, going against him, I guess. However, you know, you compare with like a player like Reese, who is in the Australia time zone and has given us so much in his in his confessional. Like he is, he is the giving tree. And even here. Victoria. Yeah, we have, we have a lot of time zone um, diversity this season, I feel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know about Ben Zed. I think he's going to he's like up in the air this season. 
Yeah, and as for villain status, uh, he did say that he is flexible, but mostly a villain. So, I mean, maybe we maybe we'll we'll see him flex a different kind of social game um, if he gets to the point where he's in trouble, and that could be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Ben Zed not to be a villain this season, to be honest. I just don't see it for him. I think he'll be pretty neutral. I think he'll be in the middle. I don't think he'll go really one way or the other. I think he's going to be a very neutral player this season if he does make it far. Because I yeah, do I think a lot of um, villains and heroes emerge a lot during the merge and the jury segment of the game. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think he's going to last long enough to really be a fully developed hero or villain. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, yeah. I think that's all I've got for Ben Zed personally. But what about y'all? I think that's it. Cricket. All right. So, moving <laughs> along, we have Brooke. Wait, I have a question. Has anyone ever eaten crickets? Yes. Yes. They're horrible. Crickets are delicious. They're disgusting. They're have crunchy. They're nasty. Scorpion. Tucker, how about baby crickets? I've tried. And I spit Scorpions, everyone? Yeah. No. no. I tried. It was so gross. Do not eat a scorpion. I would try a scorpion. Who ate a scorpion on Survivor? Was that... Um, uh, it was Mike. Yeah. From Survivor Worlds Apart, he ate the scorpion and he got violently ill. He was <laughs> like... <laughs> all the yeah. Fully. It's really gross. Uh, I recommend okay, skipping wait. it. Who's next, Brooke? Our it's next important to the development of the season. Okay. So yeah, that. we have Brooke. I love Brooke. Brooke is Brooke. hilarious. It'll be great. Yeah, I played a sequester mini with Brooke. Um, so they're awesome. They just have like super chill, awesome vibes, and I was really excited to see that Brooke applied and got cast. So yeah, you know, I think. Looking... Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna wrap up. I said, you know, I think. The chill vibes compared to some of the more chaotic energy on that tribe is going to be very much appreciated. I agree. I agree. And Brooke, mm-hmm. Brooke is sitting at like a really good position in his tribe because he's not clearly sticking out like Chim is, but he's also not clearly on the bottom like DJ and Missy are. So Perfect middle. Everyone agreed. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I think Brooke is, she's going to be good going forward especially like if she's able to keep a low profile then i think they can go far i think brooke is going to be a player that people want to take farther because of their chill vibe their good social game and people are just going to want to talk to brooke i think brooke's going to be the person to get down on that personal level and really make an impact in someone's game because of being there on that personal level if that makes sense I don't see Brooke as a super game-heavy threat, but I do see Brooke as maybe ranking up some social friends because I think they'll have some pretty great connections going further into the game. I agree. Mm-hmm. Cross? Do you have any thoughts on Brooke? I was muted. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't have anything to add. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, Sophie, did Brooke say they wanted to be a hero or a villain this season? 
Baruch says, hero, Baruch. Baruch says, I think, usually a I hero wishes they were a villain. I'm buying I, it. I buy it because I hard relate. Like, I've been saying that I feel like Brooke is like relatable on a personal level. I relate strongly to Brooke Same. as a person. Mm -hmm, yeah. uh -huh. And I am a hero that wishes I was a villain. <laughs> so. Yeah, Brooke is like really chill vibes. And I don't know. I think they're going to be able to lull people into a false sense of security that they can use if they want to backstab them. Agreed. Uh-huh. I think they'll definitely be like more of an under the radar threat, but then people probably won't see that coming. So I have a lot of hope for them. Yeah. Plus, they like skunk cabbage, which yeah. I kind of disagree with that really strongly, but I'm yeah. willing to look past it. Okay. That's my hot take. Skunks, skunk, skunk we'll cabbage sucks. <laughs> like, nobody likes skunk cabbage. That was just, that was one of my biggest fears as a child. Is was coming across that in the wilderness. What was it do to you? I don't what even do you know what you're talking about. I don't even know what it is. Really it just smells like a skunk when you break it. Oh, never mind. I know what it is. That's awful. They cover the wet areas in the spring. Yeah, they do. Brick is taking such a nosedive in my rankings after learning that's their favorite plant. I think they're probably number 18 at this point, personally. Yeah. There's <laughs> well, really no hope left. Let's move on to someone who is probably going to be number one in all of our hearts by the end of the season, and that's Selly. So Selly yeah. is our oldest yes. away at Love. the age of mid thirties. That's my favorite age. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that Brooke summed up Selly really well. He said she's very intense, and it's almost scary. And I agree. <laughs> Selly is crazy in the best possible way. Like Selly is all over it. I loved her voice, her video confessional. I was Beautiful. a big fan of that. And, I mean, she hit those notes. And she's a birder. She is and a birder, and I'm birding. a birder. And um, she has her beautiful Christmas tree. I love Sully. Oh, yeah, she's a gem. So the thing about Sully is, yeah, like, I saw her play in an org. I didn't really spec it super well. Um, but and she was out pretty early, but she was so chaotic and funny but then also so genuine and like one thing about Sally is like she really cares like I was on a VC with her at the uh reunion for a different org that was ending and she started asking all the players who had played these like really thoughtful questions about their game and she just kind of like brought the VC alive and everyone was like answering like with their feelings it really felt like a deaf moment so I'm I was very excited to see Sally's application um, come across, and I'm so excited to be cast her. That's awesome. I love uh, Sally, and Sally's in a great spot on her tribe. Uh-huh. I think Sally is, like, she literally seems so nice. Like, I, like, she just stood out to me. She just seems like such a kind person, but I'm worried that people will not want to take her to the end for that, because mm -hmm. I think she'll definitely be seen as something of a social threat. And I think that'll come to hurt her in the end game. Just like I'm concerned that person. she could be a weak challenge competitor. I'm Agreed. not sure if she's going to be, mm -hmm. but like I just kind of see it happening. Just the vibe. Um, I could see so. I think Sally's going to be one of our most dynamic personalities this season. Um, I yeah. see that they're very. I think that they're very eccentric. I could see looking if I'm going to use a comparison from a past season. 
I can see Sally like filling the role that um I can see sorry, my sister knocked the door. I can see Sally filling the role of like like an Audrey from season two. I think Sally's gonna be someone oh, yeah. that everyone really likes. And I think that they might be a little heroic in their actions and their loyalty. But I do think Sally has the the, the ability to like cause chaos. Mm. Oh I yeah. Think she is for sure. Um, and I think Sally is gonna place probably somewhere around fifth or fourth place. Interesting. Yeah, Agreed. she like fallen angel. Yeah. Yes. Sally is a character and she can be a little bit weird and I'm really happy with the tribe that like we ended up with. Um you know, Aiden put the Aiden mostly puts the tribes together and just seeing her with like Brooke, who we just talked about, and Tim, who we'll talk about next, like they're both really like reasonable people who are like not judgmental and who are going to be really, like open to someone who is like maybe like a little bit different and they're really going to appreciate what Sally has to bring but I do agree about the challenge thing because in this challenge like she strikes me as almost maybe to be too nice to say like hey guys actually like this sucks like we need to your idea is shit right like, yeah like she's I, not going to say that and just to wrap up my part here, she says she's a hero in villain's clothing. Which mm, I, I see it. I could see it the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> what does a villain's clothing look like? Like anti-hero vibes. Maybe, but like I just Batman. see her as a hero. I just see her as a heroic person who like could lose her temper, maybe. Not like mm. lose her temper, but like she could lose her mind in the game um i think her loyalty might be her downfall i think we're gonna see her grow as a super loyal player and i think that might be her downfall um i'm just getting that vibe i'm getting a very loyal and honest kind of vibe so i don't know i'm just kind of feeling that yeah i think so too I also have an idea. Like, what if, like, the hill, the like villain clothing is like? I feel like when someone has like chaotic vibes, it's like usually associated with like villainy and like being unpredictable. But maybe it's like chaotic good. I think that's exactly what she means, Courtney. That's a good shout. Yeah, like I don't think chaos equals villain. I think you have to look at it as someone being chaotic is like fun and exciting which i usually associate with being a hero so i could definitely see that from her mm-hmm. okay does anyone have any final thoughts on Sally? i think i'm good that's amazing mm-hmm. our next player is jim jim i love jim i uh-huh. okay you go first though Okay, they are doing so well already. Like, already on this tribe. I honestly, they're, they're the person that's impressed me the most because I didn't expect a lot from them coming in. And they have connected so well socially with every single player, except for Missy. But Missy, honestly, is not really doing that much. So it doesn't really matter. Like, they will be at the core of every single decision on this tribe. And the crazy thing is, I don't really see anybody noticing that yet. Like, they're mm-hmm. so social. I think they have a really good strategic mind, too. 
and nobody is even has even caught on to it. I yeah. agree. I definitely get winter vibes from Chim. Yeah, me too. I'm yes. kind of feeling either winner vibes. Like, I could see them going to the end and winning purely based on their social and strategic game. But I also can see placing fourth or fifth or sixth purely mm-hmm. because their mm-hmm. threat level is going to grow and people are going to see it, I think. Because I see that right also. off the bat, they are a social competitor. Their social mm-hmm. game is on point. Everyone wants to work with them. Right. I think yeah. it's something's hard to say for me because there could be someone who gets swap screwed or they could be someone who completely dominates the rest of the season and wins. So I don't know. I, I have think a hard Kim time. could navigate a bad swap. I get yeah social enough to navigate a bad swap vibes. Maybe. But like sometimes there's just that impenetrable bond that they can't mm-hmm. really do anything about. Yeah, so. like uh, like the impenetrable bond that I had that made me just completely beast to competition so we could save Courtney, who I had just met like two hours previously. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> I do have the social game to survive. You have the social game. Um, um, but <laughs> I have thoughts too. I think that it's dependent on um, whether DJ um, dicks around. I think that I predict that i think jim will be dealt with a dilemma like whether to go along with like voting out like the shield or not but like keeping dj around as a shield and we'll get to dj um i think could give jim a lot of longevity in the game but i don't think jim is going to do that purely based on wanting to keep sanity totally and i think that like overplaying to save dj also could backfire so it's kind of a delicate dance i would not uh, take I that keeping, risk yeah keeping dj in the game is just like i feel like it would be overplaying too way too hard way too fast <laughs> and because the thing is that like dj is just a complete mess like even snowy who is in the alliance we have seen her go like crazy from dj and her confessional like nobody can deal with dj anymore and so i just and chim is complete he's like perfectly situated if even if they do get out dj so i think he's fine i don't think there's any reason to keep dj around for chim because Uh chim has positioned well enough to where it's not really important well yeah just a quick note that i I would love to make about Go ahead. Okay, yeah. So Tim says that he's a villain who wants to be hero, and I want to just touch on this quickly because uh, Tim actually co-hosts an org, or he's on production for an org, but he had done that for about two seasons of that org before ever playing, and I watched him play in his first org, um, and he got villain of the season, and you know, I don't really think it was earned because he wasn't actually that villainous in the game, but because he is such a big personality, he's so close on everyone's minds all the time. Um, but he said in his app that he wants to be a, a hero this time. And I'm already seeing him kind of do that with like not being afraid to take the lead on the challenge, like being nice with everybody, like singing that karaoke song in his alliance and posting it. Like he's just doing all these really fun things 
with his tribe and it, it's heroic. I yeah, think, I think um, I'm going to, I'm going to say something and I'm probably going to go because I do have split them up. But I think Chim is taking on that hero role to one, solidify himself and his position on the tribe, but to two, also show that he can be heroic instead of a villain, which I think is going to be a fun dynamic to play with this season. Um, and with that, I'm going to go. This was very fun and enjoy the rest of the podcast, everybody. See you later, Bye, Tucker. Bye. Bye, Tucker. Craig will miss you. Craig is going to be in your walls tonight. <laughs> okay. Bye, Tucker. I love that. I always love Tucker's input. Um, how does everyone feel about moving on from Kim? Does anyone have any final deep thoughts? I'm ready to move on. All set. All right. I can't handle this anymore. So the next person we have to talk about is DeLuca. Um, and we're a third of the way through. <laughs> I love DeLuca. Love DeLuca. Yes. So much. So I much. also like, love DeLuca. Uh-huh. She is my winner pick right now. I mean, I do think, like, she is so social. She is, like, literally everyone on the tribe loves her so much. But, like, nobody is even really talking about the fact that she is social. Like, she could run into trouble endgame, but she is just doing so fantastic right now. And she's Maybe. so funny and personable. Uh, I feel like, especially because they just won immunity, they got, like, first or second place. I don't think it's really important to be talking about if she's a social threat. And I think that, like, if they go to tribal, that is going to come up. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I I get Sophie vibes from DeLuca. Um, yeah. And so I do worry about, like, social threat level management and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You have that issue. Never change. You're beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, I'm expecting DeLuca to be someone who is a little bit not too nice because there's not such thing. Like, you are who you are. But I'm expecting her to be stunted a little bit at certain points because of how kind she is. Like, I don't know if she's going to have the ability to backstab people if she needs to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Has anyone seen her play before? She's from the Pat Org community. I, am I uh-huh. making that up? I, or maybe... Yeah. I think she's from the oh, Pat Org community. She's from somewhere. Patrick Org. No comment. Uh-huh. I haven't. No. Yes. Okay. Well, so she is an unknown quantity to us, and I'm really excited to see what she does. And she is also a beautiful sounding queen. I don't know if anyone saw her video confessional yet, but yes, singing to her little daughter, little oh. chubby wrist. It's so cute. Her video <laughs> confessional was so amazing. I loved it so much. I just loved like the silly little editing things she did too, like uh-huh. the um, noise. Yeah, I had to like, rewind uh-huh. and watch that again. Like, Sophie, so does she say she's going to be a hero or a villain? Oh, she says that she says she's a hero, but others say she's a villain. Oh. I'm expecting extreme heroes vibes from her. Yeah. yeah. Wholesome queen vibes. Exactly. I just can't picture her being anything else. It's going to be such a hard season to watch people leave. I know. It is, but that's what makes it fun. Absolutely. 
speaking of fun, if we're ready to move on, we have a really fun one. Oh, now. I, got, oh yeah. I got one last comment though. I promise one last comment. I think DeLuca's vote out, I could see it be like eighth place. Like I could see it being the first big move of merch. Like, that someone yeah. like you know Ooh. is like salivating thinking about like getting the move of a Deluca boot <laughs> and like taking that as like a starting move on the resume. So that's my prediction. I, I also predict uh -huh. someone is gonna cry a lot during Deluca's boot. I think it's gonna be an emotional mm -hmm. one. Sorry, Croft, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I'm just agreeing. Yeah. Um, I think Deluca is gonna be a statement vote like courtney said she's not gonna win but she is gonna be a winner threat so yeah that's my thoughts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay moving along we have dj in this podcast and so i'll just start it off by saying dj full stop no hesitation said that he is a villain dj is insane uh-huh <laughs> In a good way, from a spectator perspective. But he clearly has no social awareness in any respect. He asked Snowy to give him her email. And make later... One. Yes, make a fake... Make an email so that you can email me while I'm at school on Gmail. Um... <laughs> I love that that's his no. idea of social gaming. No, I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> He's, I think it's pretty clear why he always gets first boot. Mm -hmm. And he's just not really ever switching up his play style. And that's his problem, I think. But character wise, he's one of the best we've ever seen. So, like, truly, like, Jay walks if DJ could run. Like, I'm getting, like, you know, overplaying the pre merge. Like, iconic amazing to watch j vibes uh but definitely i don't think has the longevity of day unfortunately day was able to yeah. get in with like a good group from the longevity start. is a strong word when it comes yeah, to it was not that <laughs> long i mean longevity yeah. some longevity but what i I'm think he yeah. doesn't have the same longevity as day even though Longevity is, um, you know, yeah. relative. <laughs> Pretty sure Jay was third boot. <laughs> yeah, Jay got fifteenth place. <laughs> well, which um, I, Jay's an icon, but not longevity <laughs> at all. I, I yeah. can see fifteen. Kind of bad for um, DJ. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for him being like first boot. I yeah. I mean, so there there was the issue that um, a lot of the specs couldn't really see, or maybe it made it to confessionals, but he went in and like edited their 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 document for the challenge. And I don't know how I don't know if that really set the tribe back, but um, you know they did lose. Uh, so DJ is on the tribe with uh, Sally, Kim, and Brooke, and a couple other people who we'll get to, but. Um, this that sort of OTC behavior with the challenge and then like the bizarre communication, it's not looking good for our, for our man. Mm -hmm. And the alliance actually did anything. People just wanted to blame someone for losing, and that blame fell on DJ, even though it was not his fault. No. Mm -hmm. 
The alliance that he created with Jim and Snowy is so funny, though. Like, it just really shows his uh, lack of social awareness again, because they are so unresponsive and, like, so reluctant in the alliance chat, but he just, like, keeps on going for it. It's hilarious. Love it. But I love it. TJ is the star of this marooning episode. Yes. The star of the episode, for sure. And uh, I'm excited to see what you come up with for his edic, Lewis. I'm excited uh-huh. to see him in the spec chat. Yes. Yeah, I really hope least... that he sticks around. He strikes me as the type of will, honestly. Like like a good sport, maybe. You know? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see yeah. what happens. Any final thoughts on DJ? I could go on for a long time. We could have a whole <laughs> podcast series, a seven episode arc. Day, yeah. but, but we have to talk about Lottie. I love Lottie. Yes, so Lottie is uh, from Cornwall. No, that's the name of my goose. I'm gonna, we're gonna have to, everyone knows my goose. Murdered a metal rat. You might remember him from that moment. Yeah. Beady eyes. Yeah, yeah she's just menacing. I think he arguably looks like Lewis, but no, shut up. <laughs> so Cornwall I think... is beautiful, but we have some very severe facial differences. Like what? He has a beak for one. So, so that's a big one. No, I think it's actually called Aiden. a bill. We're not starting this. Okay, ducks do have bills. I do not is have a bill. Or I am a fan of ducks. Not though. in a bad way. <laughs> so yeah, I Lottie think Lottie is nice. Lottie is going to be a villain, though. You think? I do. I think Lottie is going to be like a big villain, maybe villain of the season. It's my hot take. It's hot take to Monday night. Hot it's take hot Monday. Monday. What are Everyone you getting? How are you getting that from Lottie? I don't know. It's just the vibes. Like, even reading her confessionals, there's a little bit of a... I don't know. Like, a part of her that is wants to come out and be evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm just waiting for that. Because I think it's going to happen. Just a matter of when it's going to happen. She, she typed a lot. She is talking about how she doesn't really like certain people. And I just think, you know, she said she's going to sit back and let the men take the blame for everything. <laughs> and I think he's going to take advantage of stuff like that throughout the season. And I see villain. Mm-hmm. I also think that she's like the perfect level of like social strategic threat. Like I can see her as someone who will make final tribal council. Like I like the Luca and Chim, I feel like they are the type of people to be, like, taken out fourth, fifth. But I feel like Lottie isn't, like, too over-the-top socially. I agree. So I think that she has a good chance of making it to the end. I uh-huh. feel like I get kind of similar, like, ch- I don't know, I got really chill vibes from Lottie, and I'm getting, like, kind of similar vibes to Brooke. I think Lottie and Brooke mm-hmm. uh, might be, like, a unit to look out for. Um, like, the thing I noticed about Lottie, like, from the confessional questions, because I don't have all the secret production stuff, is, like, 
Um, Lottie mentioned a lot of really interesting stuff, like on the jump, like, you know, becoming a lawyer, like similar to how I would ask Mark questions about that. And then like living in Cornwall, surfing, the beach, like baking, close to family. I could see Lottie like being someone that you would really enjoy conversing with, like about random topics like and I kind of got I got those vibes from Brooke as well like their chill nature so my thoughts yeah I'm expecting Lottie to be a big player this season Uh, yeah I'm looking forward to that we love it we love a girl from Cornwall what are you thinking about this Croft Oh, uh, Lottie, I put on my draft because um, I like definitely got good vibes from her from the get go. Um, she seems to be like recognizing how people are doing, um, like in this. Uh, sorry, like so. Reese was saying, um, like how much he likes her. But is, like, worried she's connected with other people. But he's, like, okay, but I've got her. While she's on the other side, like, he's fine, but I'm sus of him. And he doesn't seem to be, like, super aware of that. So I think that's going to be good for her. She's got and some I, mist going on. Yes. <laughs> and I like that she's connecting with Vito as well. Because I really like Vito. The thing that I find so tricky is that, like, she's got B at the bottom. And, like... To see a Lottie versus B thing, I think, is something that we could get pre-merge if we have to go to a tribal. Give it to me. No. <laughs> I think Lottie will come out it's on top. Crazy. I, I think, yeah, I, I think Lottie I think will come out be, on top, too. I think that they can really paint B as a target. Like, mm-hmm. And I worry, mm-hmm. I, I know we're not talking about her, but, and I, I agree, Lottie will come out. Lottie, it comes down to who has more minions, and that's Lottie. Mm-hmm. Lottie's got the minions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just like Gru. Because Victoria has a Gru profile picture. It all makes sense. All makes <laughs> like sense. a circle. Absolutely. It's like a circle. Circle's so yeah, what do you what, what do you think? So uh, Sophie? I don't know oh, why Sophie. I struggled to say her name. Cool. Um uh yeah, um I think Lottie is really delightful. It's giving me three or four hero vibes, very like steady. Um, I don't know if it's like maybe just the fact that they're both English, but he is kind of reminding me of Orin. In very, it. Like, go with the fl- in it, Serio, right? Um hip, you know, hip. he seems like very easy to talk to. Like one <laughs> thing that struck me about Orin is like the second anyone had a one on one conversation with Orange, they'd be in their confessionals saying like wow i love orange and i think that lottie has that same effect on people i think i could see anushka vibes from lottie perhaps but maybe a little more of a subtle approach i'm ready for another uk winner um i'm not Mm, need to see what mike says about this (laughs) how do we think mike would feel about it Mike has nothing here. This is the podcast. Mike doesn't actually exist, by the way. Exactly. Mike is a robot, just like Craig. Craig and Mike, all the same. I think we should have Craig be taking notes on our predictions, but he's stupid and he doesn't have thumbs because he's a bear. Oh, yeah. Devastating. 
We should That's execute. Him. We should have. We should have Mike taking notes, like a manual scribe. Uh, Mike doesn't need to scribe. Lock him in a cage and give him a notepad. <laughs> All right. And speaking of over the top behavior, no pencil. Um, he has to use his own blood. <laughs> His own tears. I think that's a good idea. Aiden's feral tonight. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. You're going crazy. So the next I question mean... up is, and we can all take turns deciding how to pronounce this, is lure. Lure. I pronounced it like the last sound in fleur. Like lure. Which is fleur. I'm getting lure, yeah. Lure. I say, I say, yeah. personally. I like that one also. That's good, Aiden. Thank what goodness this card is mostly a text-based medium. What do you I say, Croft? Lure. Like that. Courtney, what are your initial thoughts on lure? I mean, lure, like, literally, um, chaotic energy, like, definitely, like, um, you know, child villain vibes um even though i know lore isn't a child but child villain vibes um i thought it was really funny that lore was talking about like the fact that there were old people cast and how inclusive that was because like (laughs) the oldest cast member is mid-30s so i actually like purchased a unit in a retirement home and died that day (laughs) Good. But yeah, just really chaotic energy, and like I could like I think Lore is gonna be someone that struggles to connect with people socially. Um, and so like I'm I'm feeling like pre-merge, but perhaps maybe just needs time to get footing. You know what? Uh-huh. I'm I kind of see similar to EJ from season four, Wells Gray. Mm. Oh I my god, such EJ they're vibes. Gonna, they're gonna finish in a similar placement, probably like seventh or eighth. Write that down, Craig. I don't I, I think that Lur is similar in chaos to DJ, but with just enough social awareness that yeah. he can probably usually go pretty far in a game, but could only really win with the right cast. Mm-hmm. Do I we know if Lur has won? About Lure. Um, Smorizzle has watched, has played with him, but I could also, I could see Lure being someone that like goes all the way to FTC and is kind of brought there due to like poor jury management. Yeah, and loses. Like, played a decent game, but not like a huge win threat because of like, I could see like jury management. I could see that for sure. Being tough in this game. Mm hmm. I can also see that, but I'm worried that he could be the first boot on his tribe. It seems like he's it's going to come down to him or Ben Zed, and like Lure is already gunning for Ben Zed. But I don't know which one of them like has the social capital to stay. I'm leaning towards Ben Zed will go over Lure. Uh huh. Because Ben Zed doesn't do have think any allies at all. Lure is pretty close with staff. Like the the yeah. like the thing that gets me is like there's. The major difference between Lure and DJ is Lure has like at least a couple people that want to work with him. Right, and uh-huh. Ben Zed is consistently low, whereas 
Um, Lua has a few low rankings that hurt his overall average, but he has some high rankings in there too, whereas Benzet's highest ranking is a 3 on the trust ranking scale. Uh-huh. I do think that there's a possibility that Lua and Steph could... Like, because Steph honestly does not have much social capital either. So it's not like Steph being Lua's number one is, like, a major saving grace. Especially because so, he's only Steph's number two. Yeah, like, I don't think that he's... I really... I mean, it could be Ben said, but I feel like Lua's honestly, like, too overconfident. Yeah, I think Lura is going to crash and burn. Yes, he definitely gives crash and burn. But if he makes it to a specific swap situation, he could just get like taken under someone's wing. Mm-hmm. But he will, like... I was really impressed by his app. Um, and I'll let you finish really quick, Lewis, and then I'll go into his villain status. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that while he could be taken under someone's wing, and honestly, he probably will, He's definitely too chaotic to, like, stay there. I think he's going to try and pull some stuff off. I don't know if it'll be successful, but I think he'll, like, go down trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So what, what does everyone say, Soph? Yeah, what does everyone think that Lure put for whether they want to be a villain or a hero? I'm going to have to say hero. Villain. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is, this is the thing that made me immediately be captivated by Lure uh, in his application. He actually said that he wanted to be the humble village merchant who sells supplies to the heroes and the villains on their way to do their quest. Yes, I remember reading that. Capitalism. I'm yeah, I mean, chaotic neutral. I feel like it's more like a mer- mercantile, like feudalism. Mercantilism. Mercantilism. Yeah, thank you, Aiden, for being Perhaps. way smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hard because I'm very smart. Allegedly. So I have true. not seen any proof of this. <laughs> Personally. My, I do uh, silly things because my brain is, is busy with the deep questions. Like, what is your favorite type of weather? In confessional questions. <laughs> that kind of thing? Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, of course. And what's your favorite flower? <laughs> you know why I'm asking those questions, Aiden? No, I have no idea, Sophie. Oh, that's right, because you don't ever read anything I put in planning. Oh, excuse me? That was a joke. That was a joke. I'm so Are I'm you so kidding me? I have to speak to the president about this. He's gonna, he's gonna demote he's you to the twelfth floor. No. The twelfth floor. You know who's on the twelfth floor? Who? Ocean Fresh Oyster Sellers. That's who. These are the people that Squig buys oyster subscription boxes from. You don't want to oh, be on that like, floor. Is it mercantilism? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Luer is on that floor during his day job. <laughs> Well, we're we're getting silly, and I actually uh, am definitely going to edit this because I've always wanted to try editing a podcast episode. You're going to edit this? Yeah. Wow, we're not going to give it raw. Give it, give the people what they want. <laughs> give it to them raw. Thousand fresh oysters. These are the high. This is like the highlight of the episode. Yeah, this is the most fun we've been. You need to leave this in. Um, can we discuss? Okay. The concept of an 
oyster subscription box. Yeah, Honestly, you don't, I really don't want to. Why? I don't want one too. I no. don't understand it. No, no, get bitter, but I hate this idea. I see. I think it's really interesting. Oysters. But I don't know. We do it for things like meat. Like there's the butcher box situation. People don't bat an eye at that. I mean, I would never do it. But what different is an oyster? I got oysters delivered during my birthday for the you pandemic. Got an oyster delivery? I did get one oyster de- delivery. It was good. They like was promised it, it next day, oyster? so it's fresh. No, it one was uh, fifty. What? That's the minimum. <laughs> what do you mean you got a minimum of fifty oysters? Wait, you ordered 50 oysters. <laughs> Maybe it was 25, but it was way too many. <laughs> yes, for my birthday during lockdown. Oh my god, this is like... I had to shunk them myself. You ate all of them yourself? I, like, I ate, like, two-thirds of them raw, and then I kind of did, like, an oysters Rockefeller thing when I felt like they were going to go bad, like a baked oyster moment. Oh, I can't eat raw oysters. They're the best raw. Anyway, this is really not relevant to the cast assessment. No, I want to talk about the cast. Absolutely. So let's move on to This is Sophie's fault for accusing me of not reading things. (laughs) Well, this is your fault for accusing me of asking dumb questions. You said that was you. Anyway, Maybell. 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 Maybell is um, a niche internet micro-celebrity. Allegedly. I've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. All of you, you're not in their niche. That doesn't matter. I'm in every niche and I haven't heard So You're not in every niche. Yes, I am, ex- Oh my god, shut up. I'm expecting Maybell to get somewhere around 14th place. I don't think they're going to do very good. Uh-uh. I think they've I... been noted as being inactive. Yeah, they're, it's because of work, but like they're just kind of looked at as not really relevant to the game. They uh-huh. did just win this tri- the challenge for this tribe, though. Yeah, I think Maybell could sneak by because it looks like enemies are already kind of forming on their tribe and they're kind of staying out of it. True. But, if, but there is a possibility that they're just the first boot based on activity. Yeah, Maybell's um, yeah. Great. The merge, right? Like, be the challenge for the whole tribe and then, like, be socially inactive so everyone else can, like, begin to hate each other. Yeah, but I could still see Maybell ending up as one of those people who is just like everyone thinks they're an easy vote at the beginning of the merge, so they just go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I totally get that. Maybell? I don't really care that much about Maybell. Do you? No? Okay, bye. I could see mm-hmm. that happening. I could see this tribe, if it survives this long, like having a first, like a really messy first boot, first boot. And then like when people want like wholesome vibes again, like I could see like a consensus boot um, if like those bonds aren't made after, like just to like kind of bring back peace. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so... What did Maybell say regarding heroism and villainism? Villainy. Interesting. I I like no. Sorry, I was correcting. I have to cough. I wasn't answering the question. Um, Yeah. So Maybell 
says that they are much more of a hero than a villain. Um, they are not afraid to do the more like villainous aspects of Survivor, like obviously, you know, keeping idols hidden, having, you know, your, your onion alliances, this and that, but that they don't really describe themselves as a villain. They, they think they're a heroic player. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I definitely see Maybell as a, a hero, not a villain at all. Absolutely. It's pretty heroic to like do that amazing job on this one. Pretty heroic to be named Maybell. Mm-hmm. I think, personally. I mean, I wouldn't have the bravery to do that. Wow, I can't believe you're hating Aiden. I'm, are you kidding me? I was complimenting them. But uh-huh. anyway, so I think like maybe it's going to be kind of a forgettable character overall. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm moving along. Unless anyone has more thoughts about Maybell. I will, would love to introduce our next player on the alphabetical list. And that is Miss Missy. Missy Sippy. she? Missy is also one of our older players uh, that we pulled out of the retirement home. Old. Um, <laughs> old. One of the olds. She's just aged. Um, Ancient. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've seen Missy play. Uh, I think that we were kind of worried about her positioning um, because her pod is going to tribal this round and she was a little bit inactive um, being busy with life stuff, which happens. Um, but I, I think that if we can survive this vote, goes deep because she has some tricks up her sleeve yeah i think i've seen and i've seen missy play and i've played with her and i think even if she's coming in late she's gonna she's gonna still come through i think she's gonna connect with sally jim and they're just gonna dump out dj yeah Yeah, i agree but like i still see her struggling long term yeah, I don't think she's gonna make it super far i think she'll like be super active now and then she'll fall off again mm-hmm. but someone mentioned that she's sick but i haven't noticed any like i haven't noticed her mentioning anything in her confession she doesn't sound sick i mean not in her voice oh well, yeah not that i've heard from her but... but yeah i'm expecting her to not do great this season but still be lovable Mm-hmm. still be a favorite yeah, I feel like she'll just be, like, the second boot off of her tribe. No, I don't, like, I just don't see their tribe being super good at challenges. And I think that they'll definitely head back at least one more time. Yeah, she is going to need to look out when it comes to challenges. Yeah. Or else she's because just going on. Yeah, everyone else is just more socially connected than her, besides DJ. So she could be in trouble. But we still love Missy so much. Yeah, We do, and we have lots of time. Mm-hmm. Like... I guess, yeah, speaking to her longevity on this tribe in particular, um, you know, I do see her clashing a little bit with Selly. They had a bit of a talk where um, they were kind of asking questions back and forth, and, and this would be like, well, it's your favorite Britney Spears song, and Selly <laughs> just, like, named a song that was, like, not even a Britney Spears song. <laughs> um, and then kind of said, like, <laughs> nothing else, but... Um, and I do worry that her not clicking with Sally because Sally does seem to be in a power position on this tribe. Um, that could spell doom for Missy. 
It seemed like Sally felt like she was connecting with Missy, though, which is what's interesting. Because it's like, it's like it seems one sided. So it could it could work out for her for Missy (laughs) if she can manage that if she can realize that Sally likes her. Yeah, and yeah, because like yeah, Sally's a really genuine person for sure. Mm -hmm. But Miss, I've seen Missy be quite paranoid when I've seen her play. Oh, so I do worry about that. Yeah, like. I've been paranoid and genuine people are honestly like scary when you're paranoid. <laughs> it's like reading into everything they say. And they're like, just, why are you being honest with me? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. But yeah, I see definitely a lot of issues with Missy going forward, which mm-hmm. sucks. Cause I love Missy. Right. Yeah. I feel the yeah. same way. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's all I have for Missy. Absolutely. That's all I have. Other than mm-hmm. that, Missy is yet another hero that wants to be a villain. So if villains rule, <laughs> everyone wants to be one. That that was Drew in season and one. Croft too. Croft is our, our villain. Oh yes. yeah, but Drew didn't actually. Drew actually wasn't a villain. Her thing was she's won hero awards a bunch of time, but she has never won villain award, and she wants to. Oh, that's cute. But then she was a hero. <laughs> she's stuck in that cycle and I think Missy's going to be stuck in the cycle too mm-hmm. oh. moving along we have uh, our Scotty Aussie um, who is he overplaying or is he more savvy than he looks we have Reese. I didn't know we had an Australian on this cast that is our friend Reese yeah he's pretty active so it's like can't even tell Extreme donkey. Extreme donkey. (laughs) That is one extremist donkey. He's the most extreme donkey on the season. I would Mm -hmm. disagree. He was a more extreme donkey. I would say that. Yeah, baby, yeah. But I would would say that um, Brooke is a more extreme donkey. Mm. It's possible. I disagree, but I respect your opinion. I don't respect you for disagreeing with me. Wow. That I know. I know. You're, you're really one of the team now, Lewis. Uh-huh. <laughs> but onward. Onward about Reese. So, yeah. Um, I recruited Reese from after watching him play in Histovivor. He, um, he took home the win that game, and he was full-on, and I really admired his stamina in that game. Um, because he was running his start tribe, he was running his swap tribe, and he was running the merge tribe. Um, How can you run reason... for that long without getting tired? I know. I was imagining little literal running. Well, built different. I don't know. Maybe well, they do oh, I there. got stamina. It's like that song. Who <laughs> I think he has less gravity in Australia, so he has to spend less effort. <laughs> I don't think up. that's right. <laughs> I don't think that's right. No, they just they just float. They just float. But uh, yeah, so just about Reese. Um, the reason I think that he has more longevity than his sort of out of the gate uh, play might indicate is that he had a really similar ally to like a lot of the people that I'm seeing him gravitate to in this game. Um, so he had this ally, uh, Licity, who was really like hardcore org player, just like an org queen. You know, played in the double digits and um he was not afraid to cut her when he had to 
So I think he can do it. And I think he can really like position himself well and have his finger on the pulse of what's happening. And that is why uh, Reese is my winner pick. And the rest of my draft, I just took the, the, yes. the redrafted. Yes. I yeah. think that he's, he has like, he seems like he has such a good strategic mind. Like, based on his confessionals, he just comes off across as like really intelligent. And his social game has shown to be really strong also. So I think he has what it takes to win. I agree with that. Unfortunately for him, I think he's going to be a little, like, very close to the end, but fifth place, maybe. Hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Then again, we keep on saying a lot of people are fifth place. No, I said in the range. (laughs) Well, somebody's, one of those people are going to have to make it to Final Tribal Council and win, I think, so. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) We'll find out, I guess. I think we're going to see a DJ Laura said FTC. Yes, that would be great. Please, just for the events that would have to lead up to that is what I want to. You want an all male final three? You're a sick freak. It'd be worth it. It's time to give men a chance in this org. (laughs) We are a strictly misinterested org. (laughs) We are. (laughs) After Mike. (laughs) Mike, Right after Mike, we've got to change some things. (laughs) (laughs) The spray bottle. Uh, Courtney, <laughs> as a winner of our org, um, do you see yourself in Reese? Do you think that Reese has the Courtney factor to take home this season? I don't know. I I don't know about that. Um, I mean, I love a good org player in the 30s, you know, love it. Um, I just feel like Reese is doing too much too soon mm-hmm. i don't see him getting to the end he would have to you know do some misting yeah but i think it's possible for him to just kind of cool it yeah i don't know is he gonna realize it like he made so, like i think he made a bit of a little bit of a bad move last night like he acknowledged he got he drank too much and then shared too much information. Like, are we going to keep seeing that from him? Well, that's why you are not, that's why you shouldn't be of legal drinking age. Then you don't have that problem. Or at least, like, chill. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I... This work, What are your thoughts on men winning games? <sighs> Agree. What were you saying? Not so allowed. Oh, I was I was saying uh, mean things about Australians that I'm going to edit out of this. Keep saying them. <laughs> I can more. I can ramble on about a specific Australian if that's necessary. Do oh it. my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> Not necessary? Okay. Yeah. We already know. So, so Reese describes himself as a chaotic hero villain, question mark. Actually, that might have been my commentary. Um, and... <laughs> He, he is he is chaotic. Uh, I am a little less worried about his like drunken oversharing because I do overall think it was a really good move for him to tell B about that alliance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was a really good move for him. I'm just worried about in the future with him when he shares stuff like that and it's not a good move for him. Like, I think he got lucky because he didn't have anything else to share. But I do think that 
he still has good judgment. Like, I don't think we can, like, expect him to just get drunk every night and, like, share secrets. Like, I mean, if we're going to talk about day. Australians. Oh, my gosh, Aiden. Anyway. No, I'm not going to stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, anyway. I think you're absolutely right, Lewis. Like, I think that he, I think he has a little bit more of, like, that persona. Like, I think when he says that he was, like, drunk last night and, like, overshared, I think he might even just be kind of, like, playing it up, like. Yeah. I don't think he truly regrets sharing that with me. Um, and I don't think he'll make, like, actual mistakes like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he gained so much trust Sorry, Lou? And I was just saying that he gained so much trust with her. Like, they solidified mm-hmm. each other as number one. So that was such a good move. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Who has not had a chance to speak on Reese before we move along to Rio? All right. So our next player is Rio. I really liked Rio's app. I thought that uh, they were really sweet. Yes. Rio is going to do good. Everyone's going to do good. Predicting? Shut up. Predicting a second place finish. Yes. I get those vibes also. I think he's like really good under the radar. Like nobody... I just don't see him being targeted. Like he's just not he do has good to social them. bonds. Yeah, that's my hot take about Rio. Wonder if he's named after the parrot. I think he's from Brazil. <laughs> Parrot's Is name parrot is Rio. Parrot named after him. <laughs> You're talking about the bird from the movie. His name is Blue. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they is set in Rio. No, I refuse to believe that the bird's name is Rio. Not I Rio. thought their name was Rio also. Mm-hmm. Courtney's just out here murdering your head cannon. I'm gonna murder yeah. Courtney's head. They they go to Rio oh to find God. the other blue macaw and then they fall in love. <laughs> That's the premise of the movie. Why do Spoil the plot of the movie Rio to everybody. <laughs> I'm horror. I was gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally <laughs> rented it out on Prime Video. It's you. You're the problem. I'll Venmo it's you. you. <laughs> I have Venmo. I'm not a child. Okay. <laughs> Onward. Well, who are we even talking about? Rio. Rio. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say something about Rio. I, um, I can't get it good. It's getting late. We're yeah, we're doing so well. We're like almost done. We have five more people after Rio. That's six. <laughs> okay. Rio. Rio. I think Rio's gonna play a really solid game, but I don't think he's gonna do quite enough to win. I can see him falling just short and having some like specific moments where he could have changed stuff up and won. But ultimately, second place. Yeah, who is Rio into? I don't... He didn't disclose that. Um, okay. Uh, you might have yeah, to Rio take likes a Yurt. Um, I'm here for Yurt and Rio power duo. But of course he likes Deluca the most. Hmm. But everyone does. So, yeah. Yurt is actually Deluca's number one. 
Oh wow, Dirt Slaying. Mm-hmm. We'll get to him later though. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it, I don't have much of a read on him. Like I I think he has a lot of potential, but I have no I just I think out of everyone in the cast, he's probably the the biggest unknown for me. Mm-hmm. But I do think he's going to make them hurt. Mm-hmm. I agree. Did you I say mean, something, his... Croft? I just said, I just was agreeing. Yeah. Yeah, looking actually at Rio's trust ranking here is really interesting because it is almost like a list in order of who I feel has the most power in this tribe. And for sure, that's for sure. the order of who he trusts the most, which is a really kind of cool position to be in. And it seems that he's kind of found that position organically. Yes, organs. And Rio wants to be a hero, which we love. I think he's going to do it, personally. He likes it. soccer. Soccer is or heroic. F- or football, however you say Woody. it. Footy. Footy. Footy, mate, ain't it? Okay. All right. Is that all Ready we to have move for on? Ryo? Yeah, We're excited to see where Rio goes. He could win or he could not win. He is not going to win, but he is going to okay, get really sorry. close. He could get close. Yes, that's right. Okay. All right. Don't. Okay, man. So the next. I'm sorry. <laughs> The next uh, lovely person that we have is Snowy. Yay! Yay! Snowy. Yeah, tell me all about Snowy. So I know Snowy in real life, and she is so amazing. I think she's going to do really good this season. I have high hopes for her. She generally, she like, she's solid socially. She, I think she struggles a little bit to like make strategic moves, like. She goes for the flow, and she does really well with that, but she kind of struggles to, like, kind of punch it, I guess. And that's something that I am a little worried for. But I think she's, like, really consistent. She makes it pretty decently far in all of her games. But I think she needs that, like, I don't know, that factor, the strategic... I don't know how to explain it, but, like, she needs to be able to call the shots, I guess. And that's what I'm looking for her. She's season. not developed enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But I think Snowy is definitely going to make the merge. Snowy's already yes. um, positioned really well on her tribe. Mm-hmm. So I am... Feeling good about that? Yeah. I am a little concerned, though, because it looks like Jim, Brooke, and Sully might have something going on. And I think that if their tribe were to continue to go back to tribal council, I think she would maybe be the third boot off of the tribe. But you've got, especially in these small tribes, I don't know if you have to worry about going back to back to back, you know? Yeah, that's true. But I think she's going to do amazing. I'm super excited that she's playing. Me too. And I think she does have what it takes to win. And she has what it takes to roast me, which I always love. <laughs> yeah. I love some lighthearted <laughs> ribbing from the players because I, I'm dumb. I say dumb things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's entertaining. Yeah. And with regards to her position on her tribe as well, there's a lot of game like in between now and 
when that tribe potentially has to boot out their third player. And who knows what could have happened between the dynamics of everybody else on that, that tribe in that time. So, yeah. Yeah, I could see some I'm, fractures. Mm-hmm. It's always fairly highly drafted, I think, too. Probably. Um, it's yeah. probably more me just, like, freaking out on her behalf. Like, being stressed out for her. I need her to do well. I think she will. Uh-huh. I think so, too. Snowy has really good reads, you know, like... She like Snowy immediately called out Brooke as a social player and then was like, I don't know how I feel about Chim, which I feel like Chim is like a, a big player. So like she's seeing things um that are there. Um so I'm really right. like I just get like dynamic player vibes, like good like brain, like you know, we'll get the sense of dynamics. Um I could see Snowy being like touchy subjects challenge winner oh yes she has won that a lot in the past oh really does she have the the uh, courtney factor or it or obviously not because if she had the courtney factor she would throw touchy subjects (laughs) (laughs) i'm so bad at touchy subjects i was loose it sounds like you (laughs) (laughs) pretty bad too but yeah, I think she has the ability to get really good reads on the game. I'm just hoping that she like does something with them. That's what I mm-hmm. think is Agreed. holding her back. You know who isn't bad at touchy subjects? Lewis. Mm-hmm. Lewis is great at touchy subjects. I slowly touchy subjects. Mm-hmm. I can I can relate to that that description, Lewis, because I see mm-hmm. myself as a player who has really good reads, but um often fails to sort of convert those uh, reads yeah. into meaningful actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could struggle with, like, actually making moves out of her thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. Anyone else have anything to say about uh, Snowy before we Good. move on to our little final hey, stretch here? Did Snowy say hero? Oh, uh... Snowy said hero. Snowy has won the hero, uh, has won the villain before as well. Uh, villain is stressful. Um, yeah, but, you know, she usually gets along with, with everybody. Yeah. Definitely I mean. hero. I think Snowy's okay. likable. Yes. Yeah. Can confirm. Our yeah. next player is someone who has applied before, and we are happy to finally have him on this season, and that is Sped. Go Sped. Sped. Like Sped is going to add a lot to this season. Right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I can't Sped. stand Sped because Sped hates cats, so. Oh, well. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, I think Sped is going to be a really big contributor to this season. And he's already started to create a lot of chaos with various alliances and such. But even throughout all of that, like we saw Lottie talking about him doing all of the work and letting him take the blame. But like even through that, he's still relatively high up on the rankings. Mm-hmm. All of that mm-hmm. tribe is kind of bundled up, but I do think he's higher up on the list. B has talked about wanting to target him, though. But and, he doesn't really have power. Yeah. But it, it's a possibility. Like, the fact that anyone is, like, gunning for you already this soon isn't, like, the best sign. 
I do think he'll have an impact on the game, no matter where he places. Yeah, I agree. What do you think, Sophie? I think Sped seems like a nice boy. <laughs> Great assessment. <laughs> we're done I'm here. Just to, I'm just here to keep things moving and serve the ocean fresh oysters. Okay, we're, I, don't, I don't see them. They'll be arriving at your door. I ordered you all a subscription. You don't even know where I live. At great cost. You don't know where I live. Aiden, I doxed you to Sophie. I'm sorry. I changed my address. You all know this. Oh, yeah, that is true. Um, Think what you think you're pulling. That is an anti hero, which we like it. Right, Courtney? Yes, it's me. But I, I see Spat as a villain overall. Definitely villain. And I'm here for it. Like, my cat comment, it's not that I can't, it's not that I don't like people that dislike cats, it's that, like, that's a really spicy take to have in orgs and to, like, lead with, and he just, like, put it all out there and was like, hate cats. I'm like, ah. I know, any, making, making any type of, like, strong stance against anything, I think, is a risky move when playing orgs. But I respect it. Right, I mean, like, I, I get it. Yeah, I like it. I recently I pulled but... someone in an org that I like the hourglass. Oh, I agree. Wait, what? I don't agree with him, but I like the fact that he was able to make a statement. Yes, I agree with that statement, Aiden. That was a good statement. Great statement, Well, everybody. I don't agree with it. Are we all ready to make some... That. Are we all ready to make some statements about Stephameme? Steph? No. We'll stay on bed for a bit longer then. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) So next we have another like hero who is afraid to be a villain. Our hero who maybe has flirted with the idea of being a villain. And that is death. Villaphobia. So far, death has been vibing with lure and that's about it. (laughs) Um, What do we think we're going to see from Steph? I think we're going to see some chaos, some silliness, some unfiltered reactions um and i do i don't really see her making merge fun fact steph's daughter did apply to nitro or class season fun fact oh my gosh yeah that's crazy right but yeah um i think steph is gonna be fun but as a game player i don't know that she's gonna pack a punch Mm -hmm. yeah that's my thoughts too you know, I'm just worried that she's not going to have the will, not the will, but like, I'm worried that she's not going to be able to take, to like, have what it takes to win, you know? Mm-hmm. But For yeah. some reason, I'm confusing Steph and Brooke, which is weird because, like, their personalities are pretty... have any of the same names, either. I know. Like, I'm why am I doing that? You're but silly. I, but I think the reason why is because they're both like pretty chill. And I think Steph, like nobody's going to dislike Steph. Like she's not pol- she's not going to be a polarizing person, which I think no. could definitely work to her advantage. But that could be dangerous for her too. Like people look at her and they say, "Oh, oh, that's true." Steph, Steph. No one dislikes Steph, so. You know, we might have to think about that when we, when it comes to the vote. Like, do we want to have someone who no one wants to vote out around? 
Mm-hmm. I that makes see like Steph like kind of like being um, like a right hand person to DeLuca and then like and DeLuca kind of like partnering with Steph like a less active you know social player and then like I could see Steph like being like you know if DeLuca isn't the move like I could see like Steph being targeted to like weaken DeLuca yeah that makes sense like being the split on a vote against DeLuca Mm -hmm. gets idled out yeah, I see that with Yurt, to be honest, because it looks like DeLuca mm. trusts Yurt more. And I think Yurt kind of, like, I feel like Steph and Lure are looking to be a duo. But honestly, like, the dynamics are, it could really go either way. I have no idea. I'm a little confused about, like, I think you're right, because I'm, like, having trouble, like, piecing together, like, who's getting close on this tribe. Uh-huh. The only reason I know is because I have, like, the trust rankings, like, pulled up all in the big <laughs> chart. So I would have no idea about it. Yeah. But I think Steph is going to be relative to the sto- relevant to the story, but not... I don't think she's going to win. But you mm-hmm. never know. You never do know. You never know. What are your thoughts on Steph's winning chances? Yeah, I don't see that Steph is going to be able to build very high win equity for herself. But again, like this is Survivor, anything can happen. Um, I do, maybe, I almost maybe see her, like, this is a really bold um, prediction, but I kind of maybe see her uh, ruining her game for Lure. Um, maybe trying a little too hard oh. to save him and, and making her herself a target for that. But that's the yeah. prediction, which I don't usually make because I don't, I don't pretend to know the future. No, I like that prediction. You like that prediction, though. Thank you. I mm-hmm. agree. I could see her like risking it all for him, mm-hmm. even though it's not best for her. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's all I have for Steph. Mm-hmm. Great. This next one is, I think, a player that everyone's really excited for, um, and that's Vittoria or Vito. Love them. Yes, yeah. they are a delight. And they, um, I hope I'm remembering this correctly from their app, but they are totally new to orgs and they weren't even recruited. They found um, the subreddit for Online Survivor and like made a Discord account. <laughs> And uh, that's amazing, yeah, yeah. I think that I love how blunt Vito can be sometimes, it's great, it's a really great energy to see, right? Like, they were like, I can't lie, Reese and B are extremely boring to speak to. Stoop <laughs> so low, I'm talking about coffee, and that's just hey. really bold. I'm like, mm-hmm. that, like really hurt me because I often don't <laughs> talk about coffee. I do it all the time because I'm old. It's because you're millennials. Millennialism is mm-hmm. a disease. So I Sophie and I got along. The cure's coffee. No. No. Wrong answer. I'm 
really excited about um a veto sped villain duo like just for entertainment value oh i would love that i would love that so much yeah yeah mm-hmm. and they're each other's number ones and they seem like out of i feel like there aren't a ton like super like i guess they stand out in the fact that they're a duo that are both like clearly interested in working with each other like a lot of that isn't super clear yet and i like how like with recent b i feel like they don't have the spiciness that that will have yeah i I think we are working together in a sort of utilitarian way like well let's work together because we're both like pretty with it players and we can protect each other for a while but it does seem that the um veto and bed connection is more organic which is apparently my favorite word to say for this pod. Organs. Thank you, Aiden. You're welcome, Sophie. How do we think Vito's going to place? Um, very like, probably maybe the most one of the most unknown players that we have. Yeah. High placement. Winner. I love that take. I think it this could be winner vibes. I'd love to see it, like, just completely brand new player win. Ooh, I don't see mm-hmm. third place. Yeah, I just but see a swap through in the Destiny. Mm-hmm. No. no. Don't I know. I'm so sorry. It's really upsetting. That's it. All the swaps are cancelled. <laughs> I'm never invited back. Sophie, you weren't supposed to talk about the swaps. Oh, there are none. We were literally just gonna not merge, or we were literally just gonna not swap until. <laughs> and have no, there's one on each tribe. <laughs> You're gonna vote out like and twelve people before three. we merge. I yeah, like exactly. that. I can't believe you. But I feel like I kind of agree with Courtney that like, Vito, I feel like has a lot of potential to go anywhere. Honestly. I could see, I like, I don't want to say it, but I honestly think there is a possibility of pre merge. But I also agree with Cross that there's like a possibility of her winning. Mm-hmm. And like, they could For go sure. like anywhere. I have no idea. Yeah. And right out of the gate, playing too, which like you love to see from a new person, like no timidity at all. Mm hmm. Yeah. And their answer to uh, whether they're a hero or a villain is. It depends. So even even Vito doesn't know what we're gonna see from Vito. Vito doesn't know because Vito has never played before, so I think it's yeah, hard for them to know what's gonna happen. Uh-huh. That's fair. Which I love the ambiguity. We love ambiguity here at Natura Org. Yeah. Uh, anyone have any final thoughts on Vittoria? Might win. Might win. My guess is final tribal council. Personally. Love that. Love to see it. Love to see it. Love to see it. All right. I think that brings us to our last player. No. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, that would be Yerk. <laughs> is he a house? Is he a tent? Uh, I was pretty proud of that joke at the cast reveal. You've had better. You should be. I had better. <laughs> I'm not very good at written material. <laughs> yes, just written. <laughs> I love your 
you're it's gonna do good. Good. Yurt is a very interesting person, and I'm excited to see more from Yurt. Yes, I think Yurt is going to do good. I've had a hard time with this caster assessment, because I feel like all of them are going to do good. Yeah. I'm going to be a lot of hard boots this season. No soft boots here. These boots were made for walking. That's like what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Thank you. Yeah. Hold your you applause. Really, really beautiful singing voice. Hold your applause. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Incredible. Your is just like. Sorry. <laughs> your seems like a good like from what DeLuca said like a good conversationalist like I always love when like people talk about themselves and they get really specific like Philadelphia board games packs unplugged sports teams formula one new music like I feel like these are the types of people that can break the ice and like find common ground with people early mm-hmm. and that's so important too mm-hmm. sure uh, Yurt says, if you don't do at least one villainous act in while playing Survivor, are you really playing Survivor? No. So no. true. Fun fact, I played together with Yurt. <laughs> oh. Ooh. What? Courtney? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I get Tobin vibes from Yurt. Ooh, I can see it. Like... If I guess if I'm the Deluca and then like Yurt is the Tobin, I could see Yurt like kind of having like a Tobin moment where like Tobin like overtook me in the mid merge and like really like just had like big flashy moments that people weren't expecting, like from a soft pre merge. Just okay. massively overplayed in the merge. <laughs> I love that man. I do yeah. too. We need to get him in here sometime. Yeah, with his sexy voice. Oh, I love his voice. I'm not the reference to. We would get um, various people. We would get like a million more downloads, I think. Probably, we do he has have the nicest voice. Basically, a million people. Yeah, he has a voice that convinced me to basically vote my own self out. Good. Like, literally. <laughs> it's what she deserves. She'll fell in love. Yes. And I, I don't, I don't blame Joel. We love the showmance. <laughs> Does anyone have any bold predictions about showmances this season? Yes. Let me just filter this list by age and see what would be appropriate. Thank you. <laughs> Snowy and DJ, it's happening. Who? Snowy and DJ, it's happening. It's already happening. This is their. Oh yeah, they're bonding over their mutual love yeah. of Pokemon and uh-huh. emails. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna be emailing class. Yeah, I'm not getting showmance from anybody in this cast. I'm getting no. showmance from Selby and Yurt. The huts. Sure. What? <laughs> sure. That's very random. <laughs> I don't think so. Yes. You like to explain further? What? They're not even on the same tribe. Not, not yet. yet. It's gonna be like a Billy and Candace type thing. 
Hassan loves yes, his team. Please. Aiden, what is it about them that makes you think? I don't know. I'm just getting the vibes. I've I played with Yurt once upon a time, approximately two weeks ago. And then he got voted out, so I recruited him. Fun fact. That's when you gotta get him. When they're sad. When they're vulnerable. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to take advantage of sad people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more org slash cult crossover. Cult? Yeah, you're our charismatic leader in our cult, Aiden. <laughs> I'm so mm-hmm. charismatic. Thank you so much, Sophie. You're like, if you read Animal Farm, you're the sneaky pig. Oh, thank My you. Who feeds <laughs> misinformation to people. <laughs> That's that's a, good that's a like, really nice uh, note to end on. I've been taking over hosting this podcast, so Aiden, I'll throw it back to you. So, thank you all for listening. This was a lot of fun. I think we were a little quicker than our last CAS disaster that lasted like five years. Um, so, thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow with a very special episode one recap with a special guest. And Corum, of course. So yeah, see y'all tomorrow, and I hope you enjoyed. Bye.